Hello guys, um, I'm Marissa Smith, and today's topic we are going to be talking about is abortion. Um, a lot of my information is from um, videos and websites, as well as a documentary um, call, called Reversing Roe. So, um, how abortion started... So, it became more popular in the 1950s and 1960s. The estimated number of illegal abortions ranged from 200,000 to 1.2 million per year, according to Gutmatcher Institute. So, what would happen is women would go out of the country if they had money or to get to get an abortion or if they didn't have as much money. Um... Someone actually performed them on themselves or their um, physician for high um, cost would perform the abortions for them. But like I said, it was illegal and very dangerous as well as expensive. Um, so, and most people during this time didn't have the tools and they would use coat hangers of all things and it there is if you look it up there is um pictures of coat hanger pieces still stuck inside of people which is very um horrible um so some history roe versus wade the 1971 that's where road comes from, because Jane Doe, Jane Roe, they rhymed, and so um, Norma wanted to be secretive for a while and not um, talk about who she was as a person and not want her name out there, so she chose that, and she filed a lawsuit in Texas um, where women should be allowed to have an abortion if they choose, and Henry Wade was a district attorney for Dallas country, and he enforced the law of prohibiting a woman to have an abortion except to save a woman's life. So abortions were only common if they were to protect the life of the woman. So in 1973, U.S. Supreme Court legalized women's right to receive an abortion, and the decision was 7-2. Um, so the impact it had on America and within the politics is campaigns now include pro-life slash pro-choice, and we see that with elections these days, um, whether you are pro-life or pro-choice, um, when you vote, that's a issue that people really look into when they pick a candidate. Um, so, um, out-of-wedlock births became more popular. Um, Roe versus Wade contributed to the collapse of marriages and dramatic increase out of, um, out-of-wedlock births. Um, pre-1973, 10% babies born to unmarried, an unmarried single mother 
And then 2010, 41% born to unwed mothers. So it weren't higher as um, the uh, choice movement became a thing in 1973. So, um, some more facts. Um, the New York clergy was the first born, excuse me, the first abortion clinic. It performed a hundred abortions every day for thirteen months. Um, and then the sonogram bill, um, which is sonogram technology, is the window for the pro-lifers' movement, changing the minds of what is recalling going on within the womb of the woman. So, the sonogram bill was very popular within the pro-life movement and decision as the Republicans to um, show women that would want to get an abortion to step back and take another look and try to change their mind. So... Um, the state of Texas requires the patient to be seen at least 24 hours before the procedure. Um, Texas Health and Safety Code requires the doctor update the patient, excuse me, patient, with information with the 24 hours of the procedure. They have to show them the sonogram and show the life of the baby within mother's womb. The law says that the doctor has to tell the patient what they see on the screen to the patient, giving her the chance to change her mind. So, um, if you watched the um, documentary, you will see that the women, um, the woman who is showing the patient the sonogram she has to show her that her baby's heartbeat is beating and that the baby is alive in her stomach um we don't know the outcome they never showed the outcome of what that woman chooses but that is um something that is very important within the pro-life movement to be able to show people that those babies inside are human beings and if we're going to talk about fetuses sidetrack but if we're going to talk about fetuses fetus in latin means um a baby so i don't think Pro-choice can even use that word anymore to describe how um, a baby within um, someone's stomach is not real. It is not um, a baby. So, um, so Operation Rescue was ca- um, that's what happened after um, they found out that New York. Um, has started to perform abortions and Catholics would come in and rescue the unborn and prevent abortions from happening. So they would, they couldn't stand on the property. 
but they could stand right there, and when people would come in to um, get abortions done, they would try to stop them from making that decision, and if they would get onto their property, though, they would get arrested. But um, it was a protest in which they were trying to save um, lives of the unborn. So George Tiller was a man who did late-term abortions. They would call him Tiller the Killer. Um, he treated patients who discovered late in pregnancy that their fetus has severe or fatal birth defects. He also um, aborted healthy late-term fetuses in cases where two doctors certified that carrying the fetus to term would cause the woman substantial and irreversible impairments of majority of major excuse me bodily functions um so he would do procedures in which would cause the woman maybe to die or something but um he was killed in night in 2009 after um someone went into the church that he went to and shot him and it was a christian who um which is really sad um a lot of people said this documentary painted christians in a bad light um which i think um during this time they said that all the bombings and stuff was done by Christians and stuff, which I can see that could be put in a bad light. And, um, um, talking about killing people and how we hate that and then doing that to people who disagree with us isn't the right way to do it because that's literally the same thing. It's killing someone for another per It's like an eye for an eye, but in the worst way possible. So I don't think, even though he did some horrible, horrible things, and I know um, that's so bad, but I don't think they that it was the man's right to kill him for that. Because um, if you research more on people that have done abortions, and I will talk about it later in this podcast, um, some do change their mind. After a while, and forgiveness is what we strive for as Christians. So, um, to go past that, um, one-third of abortions are provided by Planned Parenthood. And um, if you don't know what Planned Parenthood is, I would um, really recommend um, looking it up and researching it. Because... Um, if you are all about pro-life movement, that's where it starts, um, trying to take them down. Um, so, um, we're gonna talk about more, um, of political issues within abortion, um, and it starts with Ronald Reagan's election. It was the first time abortion was a political issue in the 1980s election, eight years after Roe v. Wade. Um, after that, Bush 
became president years later, and he was um, against abortion as well. So, we started off good, and we thought that we were going to get rid of abortion once and for all. We had gone so far, and then um, the Planned Parenthood versus Casey case in 1992, which was a Pennsylvania law that required spousal awareness prior to obtaining an abortion, was invalid under the 14th Amendment because it created an undue burden on unmarried women seeking the abortion. Um, so then, Bill Clinton was in office, and he took the other side, and he was for abortion rights. Um, so we had gone so far, and then it seemed like we were back at square one, in which he tried to, um, go back to... And change everything that we started. So, um, so the term partial birth abortion law happened in 1995, in which it says a procedure, the procedure is defined as one in which the person performing the abortion deliberately and intentionally, vaginally delivers a living fetus until. In the case of a head first presentation, the entire fetal head is inside the body of the of the mother, or in this case of the breech presentation. Any part of the fetal trunk past the navel is outside the body of the mother. But partial birth is not a medical term; it is a political one, and the highly confusing one at that. With both sides disagreeing, even on how many procedures take place, at what p- point in pregnancy, and actually, and ax- exactly, which procedure the law actually bans when late abortion would be permitted. So this is the definition, in which I found on partial birth abortion law. Um, so. The law was vetoed at first, um, and a lot of outbreak happened because of this. And in 2011, um, people were arrested for speaking the truth about um, abortion and the and the um, presentation of the partial birth abortion law, in which they would show um, how abortions took place and what really happened within the clinics, um, because it was very a secret, it was a very secretive thing at, at, in such a very long time, and then we came to this, and um, people were seeing the truth. But a lot of um, people weren't happy with it. So, in 2012, Texas House of Bill Number 2 said to have abortion put in the past and make it impossible for people to have abortions. 
so that was sent to pass. But Wendy Philbuster um, went in and um, she stayed there all day. And she talked and talked and talked and talked. And at 12.03, um, they stopped it in which supposedly she won. But Governor Perry came back to revote the bill, and the House Bill Number Two was passed, in which um, the abortion was um, to be closed down. Um, so half of the abortion clinics in Texas were then closed, from forty-one clinics to nineteen. Which is in the right direction. So, um, Donald Trump election happened in 2016, 2017. Um, he meets with the evangelical Christian leaders in New York City and in 19, but Early on in his life, in 1999, he said he was pro-choice, and then changed his mind when he um, was running for office in 2017. Um, a lot of people say what sold pro-lifers on voting for Donald Trump was the final debate in Las Vegas, in which he said, if you could go with Hillary... And saying, in the ninth month, you can rip the baby out of the womb of the mother just prior to the birth of the baby. Now, Hillary can say that that's okay, but it's not okay with me. Because based on what she's saying, you can take the baby and rip the baby out of the womb in the ninth month on the final day, and that's not acceptable. So, that's what really sold people that he was on board and he was going to help us fight for um, pro-life and the Republican Party. So now, as of right now, we are con are continuing to fight to end abortions once and for all. Um, in which it says that 23% of it has gone down, and we are um, working to end it. So, um, here's a guy that I watched a video on, who was a OBGYN and performed abortions. Um, Mr. Dr. Anthony Levitino. Um, it says, Levitino continued to do abortions until his daughter, Heather, who was hit and killed by a car at the age of 16, um, excuse me, at the age of 6, and what had happened was him and his wife, for many years, had infertility issues, and so he adopted his daughter, Heather, and um, a few months later, he was able to have a baby, which is cool how God works. But um, he said that um, after his do lifeless daughter was in his hands, he could not even think about D&E abortions anymore. 
um, after his daughter died, performing abortions became um, sick to him, and he changed his ways of thinking about them. He said after seeing a stack of body parts on the table, he realized that he didn't see the mother or father's right to choose anymore, but that it was a that it was someone's son or daughter instead in God's creation. Within his career, he had done over a hundred second trimester suctions. D&E procedures up to 24 weeks, and approximately 1,200 abortions in total. Levitina described the most prevalent second trimester abortion procedure, in which he talked about the bodies being stacked up, and um, halfway through it, he knew that it wasn't right and that he wanted to stop the abortion, but he was afraid that if he didn't finish it, that the woman would be infected and he, he, she would lose her life. So he went through with it, but he was not okay with it. So, um, another person we are going to talk about is the um, Ben Shapiro um, abortion pro-abortion argument um people say that a human embryo isn't not life and why this is not true uh, moral instinct doesn't mean you have thought things through example the trolley car problem that one who is going to kill the other not the five um It doesn't actually view the actual value of the embryonic life. Most pro-lifers already acknowledge that any already born human life is more important than a not born life. Uh, so um, that saying, the whole um, what people's pro-choice say that. Um, Many people about the um you're in a fertility clinic and there's a child and there's a thousand embryos um most people would choose the child over the embryos um that's more of a moral issue than a um pro-life pro-choice issue because most people would choose the child because the child is a is there and it is a human being as well as the embryos but the embryos don't always take but the child is already alive and can do good in the world so we obviously will choose the child so um here's some abortion statistics from 1973 through 2011 more than 53 million illegal abortions excuse me, legal abortions, have occurred in the U.S. Four million births per year, 50% are accidental, 40% and 50% aborted. Approximately 1.21 million abortions per year is at its highest in the industrialized world. 
In 2011, the highest number of reported abortions occur in California, which is 181,330, which is a lot. So, New York is 138,370, which is crazy because New York is where abortions have started. But um, as a democratic state, we see that California is higher. As well as Florida, 84,990. So what has happened in um, California and in New York that isn't happening in Florida? Um, So anyway, the fewest occur in Washington. Oh, excuse me, Wyoming, which is 190. And South Dakota, 600. And North Dakota, 1,250 which was um, crazy. Wyoming has the least. And in Arizona, abortions in 2017 is 12,533. So there is quite a lot there, but it has gone down. Arizona isn't as bad as California or New York, so that says a lot about what we should be doing and what we should help people with. Um, um, here's some more statistics. At least 80% of all ab- abortions are performed on unmarried women. 50% of U.S. women attaining abortions are younger than 25, women ages... 20 to 24, 33% of all abortions are teenagers, obtained 17%. 47 of women who have abortions had at least one previous abortion, and 43% of women obtaining abortions identified themselves as Protestant, and 27% identified themselves as Catholic. So, we see some religion in there. And I think what we have a problem with, Christians in general, is shaming people who have had premarital sex. Um, And abortions is the easier way out of that um, because you aren't showing yourself without... um, a baby, and people are guilted into having abortions when they do have premarital sex, and that doesn't align with their beliefs. But we need to go around that and talk about how it's okay, like, God forgives those, and um, whatever you do, just don't kill your baby. Um, which seems very ignorant to say because I have never been in that position. But I truly believe that that is the right choice. So why are we performing abortions? Um, on average, women give at least three reasons for choosing abortions. Um, number one, having a baby would interfere with work, school, or other responsibilities, which, um, 
right there we can see um, work, school, and other responsibilities. I understand that's hard. But if you cannot take care of your child and you feel like it's a burden on your life, there's always another option, which is not abortion, but adoption. And there's so many people in this world that can't have babies and would love to hold your bundle of joy and take care of them and have the, a good life. Just because you don't think you can afford or your child or take care of your child doesn't mean that their life means nothing. So, I already talked about the second one within my sentence there, but many people say that they can't afford a child. So, um, I'm going to skip through that because I kind of talked about that, how um, there is many options within that. Um, adoption, government pays for that, things like that. Um, um, also, number three, they do not want to be a single parent or are having problems with their husband or partner. So that's another thing. Um, those problems can be taken care of with counseling if it is the husband or partner. Or the single parent, there is many places that can help. Um, a home woman... Hope Woman Center gives classes on how to become a better better mother and um, counseling to go through things like that. It's a Christian organization and they really do help with that. Um, my aunt is a part of that and um, I know that to be true that they really do help and really want to help those who are struggling as well. If you can't, if you do struggle adoption is still an option um because you do want as a mother you do really want the best for your child or father so um so another thing that um pro-choice really say is because um in their arguments about abortion is rape or incest and we see that is not a um a reason why abortions are are performed um which is honestly really sad i understand how um rape and incest is is really a real thing within this country in this world but um it's uncommon and whatever happens, we do need to come alongside those people and say, I'm sorry. Like, what can I do to help you? But abortion is never the option. Um, so, 88%, so why do abortions occur? 88% of all abortions happen during the first trimester prior to the 13th week. How are abortions performed? 30% of abortions were known to be performed by... Excuse me, I don't know how to pronounce this right, but it's curatage, which includes dilation and evacuation, which they have a little tube in which 
suctions the baby out. Um, excuse me for being graphic, but, um, it's really bad. Um, most curatage abortions are suction procedures. The cost of an abortion in 2005 was, um, of a 10 week of gestation ranged from $90 to 1800 and the average amount pay was $400.13. Excuse me, I don't, I had a brain fart. It's $400.13. So, um, so if we really want to stop abortions, I think we should raise the price. How easy is it to get ninety to a thousand eight hundred dollars? Um. So, before I talk about Bible verses, I wanted to talk a little more about abortion. Um. Every woman ha- should have control over her own body reproductive system is a basic right. Um, so these are four. If you're um, talking about uh, arguments, response to pro-choice, that's a question. And um, the answer is any civilized... Sorry. Society restricts the individual freedom to choose whether that choice would harm the innocent person. Um, The one-time choice of abortion robs someone else of a lifetime of choices and prevents him from ever er, exercising his right. Does the right to control your life oppress others from having the same opportunity? Um, Women who are raped or victims of incest should not be forced to carry out a pregnancy. Um, the answer to that is rape is never the fault of the child, the guilty party. Not an innocent party should be punished. The violence of abortion parallels the violence of rape. Um, and that might be ignorant to say because I don't know what that is like. Um, and like I said before, you should come along the person and, um, sympathize with them and really go through it. Um, a child is a child regardless of the circumstances of his conception. Um, another argument, obviously life begins at birth. That's why we celebrate birthdays, not conception days. And why we don't have funerals following miscarriages. Which, um, this was done by Randy Alcorn. I forgot to tell that in the beginning. But, um, the answer to that is medical textbooks and scientific references work consistently agree that human life begins at conception. A body part is defined by the common genetic code it shares with the rest of the body. The unborn genetic code differs from his mother. Being inside someone is not the same as being a part of someone. So, within the body, the bo- the baby is its own living being. 
Although it's connected with the placenta and the mother feeds the baby with the placenta, um, the baby is its own person. Um, God could have made the baby come out so many different ways. It didn't have to be the stomach. It could have been through egg. It could have been outside the body, but that's just how God created it. There's a reason why a baby is baked within the stomach for nine months. Um, and I'm going to go back because I really, really, really think you should know the tools that are used within the abortions itself because that is really bad. So the manual vacuum, um, which they say um, is the MVA, is used to abort a child from 3 weeks to 12 weeks of age. This handheld syringe works by creating its own vacuum slash suction. MVAs are used and reused millions of times a year around the world. The major problem with the NVA is that it has a very weak vacuum. That means that the child is ripped apart slowly. So this is in on in abortioninstruments.com, which that's the very first thing I read, and it's very graphic. And those tools are murderous. Um, here's another one. Uterine Correct. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, it's a one side of the loop, um, which is sharp for cutting the child apart. The other side scrapes the uterus to remove the placenta. So first they take the baby, then they take what provides the baby with their needs. Um, when it says a sh for cutting the child apart, anybody that would read that would look at that and say, that is murder. That is a murder weapon, and people that have performed abortions should be in jail. I don't know what else to say. Here's another one. Syringe with a spinal needle. The abortion instrument used including ingest, injecting salt water into the uterus, the baby swallows and breathes the poison. The causes of the death is congestion, hemorrhages, and shock. The mother goes into premature labor about a day later and delivers a dead child. The other use is to inject the chemical into the heart of the baby. In both use, these harsh chemicals soften the child's corpse, making it easier to rip apart. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Here's another one. Forceps. This abortion tool is used to crush, grasp, and pull the child's body parts. So this, I know um, about the forceps. Um from a video I watched earlier um, where that tool is meant to clasp on and not let go. So it's literally grasps and it has teeth on it to where like 
when you grab the parts, excuse me for being graphic, but when you grab the parts, you can't let go at that point. Um, a cervical dilator, these are used to dilate the cervix so that the abortion instruments can be used. And, oh, there's more. The embryotomy scissors. This instrument is used to cut off the head, arms, and legs. Okay. What part of this doesn't sound like murder? When I read these... And honestly, this is my first time reading these through. But I don't know why Democrats and pro-choice women cannot research this with this technology that we have today and know what they are protesting for is wrong. Like... All of the access that we have to the internet really shows how bad abortion is. And if it was my choice, these people would be in jail for life. Um, so with that, we're going to um, have some Jesus. Because... Um, he is the only one that can fix the hearts of individuals sometimes. So, um, Exodus 20.13 says, Thou shalt not kill. Um, we've heard this verse many times before, but we forget that um, innocent lives are being taken from us every single day and if you're not really invested in it and you don't really look like I was in the beginning and how ignorant I was about this I um wouldn't have known how horrible um this is um so Psalms 127.3 says child two are a gift from the Lord the fruit of the womb a reward so with that, we see that God doesn't just give babies to people because, and that they are a gift, and that they should be cherished. Um, um, and then Matthew one twenty, such was his intention when, behold, the angels of the Lord appeared to him. In a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For this is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. So this is talking about um, Mary when um, she had Jesus in her stomach, which was um, a miracle. It wasn't done tradi the traditional way, but um, it is really important to grasp your head around what children actually mean to people 
and the celebration that people have when a baby is conceived within the womb. Um, so, how can we fix this? Number one, vote. If you find someone that is for pro-life, vote for them. Um, that should be very important to you if we want to stop abortion once and for all. Um, another one is write congressmen and senators. Um, three, protest peacefully. I think, um, a lot of times we get angry because our voices don't seem like they're being heard, but they really are, and, um, you can stand by a Planned Parenthood, not on the property, on a public sidewalk or road, you're allowed to stay there with a sign and and stand there peacefully and protest. Um, our society has proved that um, people have to be crazy, um, radicalizing protest um, to get their voices heard. And sometimes protesting peacefully is better because it's more um, calm within your engagement with people. Um, so engage in healthy dialogue is number four. And to pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray for um, women in this time where they have found out that they're pregnant and don't know what to do, and they're being fed false um, news about their pregnancy and their options. Um, or if you know someone in your life that have been trying to figure out what they're going to do, pray for them, come alongside them, and comfort them. Um, because just like the child within their belly and stomach. Um, the women need to be cared for and nurtured too. Um, so I believe that we should be coming aside them t as well. And um, hopefully years to come, we will be able to come back and say we have won and abortion is gone forever and that and we can work on different issues within our world instead to really fix what has been broken. So, yeah, that's all I have to say today. I know it's a lot, and I know I was all over the place, and um, everything, but I think everyone for watching and um everybody have a nice night or day and i hopefully have um made you rethink about decisions or um really educate you hopefully i educated you in some way on 
these issues and what you can do within your community to help stop um, abortion. Thank you and have a good day or night. Bye.